This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. You know, the universe is a little bit like the human hand. For example, you have Grauman's Center right here, and then you have Undiscovered Worlds and uh, um, Sector 8, and up here... It's the uh, Tillman's crest, so you can you can kind of picture that it, it's a little bit like a leaf, or a, or a, it's not a bowl. On this episode of the Commercial Break, and Matthias is like, "Daddy, Daddy, <laughs> boo boo, be a poo poo." <laughs> I'm like, "That's right, out of her mouth." He's like, "Poo poo out of her mouth," and I'm like, "Yes." Now he's scared that he's going to poo poo out of his mouth. So he's like, Daddy, I don't want to poo-poo out of my mouth. And I'm like, I hear you. No one wants to poop out of their mouth. But listen, sometimes you, sometimes after 12 Bud Lights, a man poo-poos out of his mouth. That's what happens. Right. You're a man now. Get together. <laughs> you have to come up with a new type of sex where the girl literally humps you from behind. Right. <laughs> she gives you a reach around. <laughs> there you go. She opens wide, and now you you can make babies. Yeah, right? sure. It's it's a little yeah. It's I little agree. Conventional. It's a little extra to get <laughs> pregnant, but let's be honest. They're for you know, it's World War Three out there. We really yeah. want more kids. I mean, you know, you got to think long and hard about having children True. these days, right? Mm-hmm. And if you could just nut out your butt, <laughs> I want to start a campaign. Nut out your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I heard some noises that I think could only be described as whacking off, okay. right? I mean, it was definitely a push-pull situation going on mm-hmm. with kind of rapidity. Like, it was like going on Yeah, I wouldn't say like super quick. It wasn't like <laughs> It was more like <laughs> And then it then there was a little bit of a ramp up <laughs> <laughs> The next episode of the commercial break starts now. Ah, oh, here's another 
another episode of the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my great friend, Kristen Hoadley. And best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us. Well, happy new World War Three to you. Yes, exactly. Happy Woo. World War Three. I came back to, uh, yeah, some... A battle going oh, I, on. I don't, you didn't come back. You were you were still in it. You just <laughs> your head came back. Right. <laughs> came <laughs> you, on vacation. Yeah, you sobered up, and all of a sudden yes. you got World War Three on your front door. Jeez. And I will say this before we get the show started. I did a little homework over the weekend, mm-hmm. and since the beginning of this program, about maybe like uh, four months in, yeah. there has been a number of people from the Ukraine, the country of Ukraine. Nice. That have been listening to the show. When I say a number, Worldwide, I mean... Worldwide, baby. <laughs> WWW. <laughs> There's been a number of people. And when I say number, I mean less than 10. Okay. But you can tell that they're downloading every episode, right? Uh-huh. And from different places. Kharkiv, Kiev, Odessa. And then on then the day that Russia invaded and they took down the internet, yeah. it, it all stopped, wow. right? We put out an episode, but it all stopped. No one downloaded. And then a couple of days later, it came back up. Yeah. And we had some downloads from there. So I say to the two, this is specifically speaking to those two or three or five people who are listening to the commercial break inside of Ukraine, if that's probably not the top thing on your priority list right now. But let's just say for some strange reason that you're downloading the commercial break right now. We're with you, dude. The world is with you. Kick some fucking Russian ass. So all I got to say, and I'm going to move on with the show, but we love you and we're with you. And that's straight to you, my Ukrainian friends. Uh, Boskovask. Yes, we're with you. I just made that up. Okay. (laughs) So Costa Rica, huh? Costa Rica. Chris took a week off to go to Costa Rica. Yes. Birthday week. Birthday celebration. What a nice birthday celebration. So where were you? We were in uh, Las Catalinas. Guanacaste. Guanacaste province. Beautiful down there. Oh, gorgeous. The sunsets were incredible. The food was amazing. The people were so nice. It was just uh, paradise. Costa Rica. Par- now, you and I have been to Costa Rica we did together yeah. because we had a good friend, Raphael, who lived down there for a mm-hmm. period of time. In Monteverde, Which or north of Monteverde. Well. Beautiful, but that's in the jungle. It's like in the rainforest. Straight up in the rainforest. Mm-hmm. Uh, coffee farming territory up yeah. there. And we had a great time. Yes. We drank a shit ton of rum. Yes. We bothered <laughs> I, a lot of people. I had some of that rum. <laughs> I it brought back memories this past time. Uh, we bothered Punta Cana. Punta Cana. Yeah. That's right. Uh, what's it called? No, the, the name of the rum is called Punta Cana? I, no. Maybe uh, it's, it's called Zacapa. 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 There you go. Do you have any yes. Zacapa while you were down I there? Did. You did? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, I had to. And so you and Jeff, I had everything. You and Jeff just go down there just to <laughs> mimosas, <laughs> pina coladas, margaritas. Now you're in this tiny little town, though. You're in yeah. this tiny little village. Do you guys like go out? Did you venture out into the village? We did. We ventured out down into the little town there. Apparently, it's an up and coming little town area. There's a lot of building going on. Yeah, the whole country um, is. Yeah. Yeah, but they had built this hotel there, and I guess it took five years to build. And I, it's been there for six years, and it was just beautiful paradise. People would come from all over to come up and watch the sunset. Here's the thing about Costa Rica, and this is what Rafael said to me the first time I ever went down there, and I, I believe it to be true in my experience, that Costa Rica, while a third world country and, and extraordinarily poor, most of it is extraordinarily poor, the people that are there are very proud of what they have. Yes. And they know the value of what they have, mm-hmm. and they take care of it. They in other do. words, if you're going looking to go down there and get some cheap land, I'm sure it's available somewhere, right? Yeah, that happens in any time you have uh, poverty amongst most of the population. But most people understand that I've got a slice of paradise here, and really I'm not is. giving it up for free, mm-hmm. right? If you want it, you're going to have to pay the, the price of paradise. Yep. But there are just 
it's just enormously gorgeous, that whole country. Well, there's all different kinds of terrain, too. Yeah. There's the mountains and, like you said, the rainforest, and there's the beaches, and a lot of people go down there for surfing. Yes. And, uh, yeah, uh, zip lining. We did a little zip line yes. tour. I got Jeff on it. I did not did, think that Jeff would do it. Is Jeff it. afraid of heights? Yes, and he uh, also is not an, an adrenaline junkie, so no. I am, though. But <laughs> Jeff's however, not an adrenaline junkie? No, no, he, he seems so to me like the kind of guy who so would just... He was so sweet, too, when we first were dating. I was like, we're going to Six Flags, we're riding the highest roller coaster He's like, ever. I'm going to shit myself <laughs> and have a miserable time, but I guess we're going. <laughs> he did it, and that's where I found out that he wasn't an adrenaline junkie. Uh, so we got to this little place, this adventure park, you know, we were going to do a Adventura water. Parka. Yeah, we were going to yeah. do a waterfall hike and there were all these horseback riding. There's all this stuff to do. And the first thing they said is, OK, it's time for the zip lining. And, they- <laughs> and I was like, OK, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And Jeff was like, OK, yeah. yeah, I'm in. And I mean, I have to tell you, this is so funny. So we get up there and we make our way up to the top of the first platform. Sure. And it was seven different zip lines yeah, yeah. zipped through the and it's near a volcano. It was beautiful. So we get up there and I, you know, this is on purpose, I think, to where they don't actually show you where you're going to be going <laughs> right away. Okay. So we get up there on this first platform and it's, it doesn't look that high. And then we take, I take off and my breath was taken away. It's high. I huh? was, it was like we were flying through the, the mountains of West Virginia. <laughs> really? It was so high and valleys and mountains. And I was like, Oh shit. Jeff's, Jeff's going to fucking me. shit himself. <laughs> I could just see Jeff like sliding across and yes. literal like yes. diarrhea <laughs> coming out of his ass. He's just spraying the jump. With puke and diarrhea. <laughs> I hate you. I know. It was uh, really incredible, which I know we had gone. We did the same thing. When we were in Monteverde, but I don't remember it being it like that. It was exactly that. the same way. But it was, I don't think because of all the canopy and the lush greenery mm-hmm. that you could really see how far down. Well, it I went. think the way that it went with us is, is it was in between two ranges, right? And yes. then it was, it moved down toward the sea. And now yes. you couldn't see the sea, but it moved down toward the sea. And so uh-huh. we, and as you went, they got longer and longer. <laughs> right. So we were just making our way down this so ours valley. Ours like 13, I feel 13, like. 13. And the, lo- yeah. the last one was like a mile long. and a half long. It was, yeah. but it was very high. And I know because I'm terrified <laughs> of heights, but I didn't give a shit because yeah. once I got going, I was just having fun. Yeah. I didn't really care. And and that's the thing about me and 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 heights. Like if I'm on a roller coaster, yeah. I don't like the part where you're going up. Uh-huh. But once you get over the hill, I'm perfectly fine. I'm okay because now we're going and I'm yeah. having fun. Right. It's we're, on, we're but, moving. Uh, <laughs> well, good for you. So good relaxing vacation. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Did you? Uh, so one of the things that I found to be startling in Costa Rica, this, Raphael tells me this story about how when they first moved to this coffee farm, they there was literally no living quarters on the premises oh, right. except for uh, the the people who own the farm, the family who own, who they bought the farm from. Mm-hmm. The family had this tiny. They had these horse pastures they would use the horses to go up and down the mountain yeah this horse pasture and then they had this tiny little stable and they had this tiny little house uh-huh. with no running water no electricity no nothing mm-hmm. right remote one room one hole in the ground to go sh- shit and then a bathroom and then a kitchen yes and then they had the stable so Raphael ended up turning the stable into like a place for him and his pregnant then pregnant wife to live right, right? And so they had no windows, locking mechanisms, locking doors, windows or anything. And the howler monkeys, Rafa was like, dude, they're so fucking loud. (laughs) You can never sleep. And we would leave fruit out in the basket Uh and then they would just walk in the window and they take take your fruit and just leave. Wow. 
Very similar. Oh, no, you're kidding. You had howler monkey experience? (laughs) (laughs) It was not a howler monkey experience. It was another experience, and it was with raccoons. Raccoons. Mapeche. Mapeche. Those things are mean, the mapeche. Yeah, we never actually saw them, but the first night they did break into our place. They knew to go straight to the mini bar. bar, You are kidding me. Open that up. Get the chocolate bar that was in there. They also stole and ate my piece of chocolate cake for my birthday at the hotel. They knew how to get into the mini bar. They, they knew where to go. Yeah, they opened a cabinet and then opened the door. Are you sure to the this wasn't bar. just like a really hungry staff member no, or like yeah. some high student <laughs> no. from some college there? Wait, so you have your own like little house, right? Yeah, we your have own little, little villa, villa. with okay. a plunge pool and it had these doors that um, you know can open up all the way. Okay. You know, kind of fold, so like folding doors. Folding doors that opened up. But at the bottom, you know, there were maybe five of those locks that go into the ground. Okay. You know, that yep. you lock them up. And they had told us when we first checked in, they said we've got these raccoons and they will push on the door to see if they can get in. Oh my God. And then they knew how straight to go. So we didn't really take it too seriously. We're like, of course yeah, you don't. Yeah. You're yeah, from America. Okay, you don't think they're right. raccoons. But they did. <laughs> and we, we figured it out. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Those you know, fucking marsupials. We call and they said, Mr. Jeff, no. Mr. Jeff. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mr. Jeff, <laughs> no. He's like, first of all, the raccoons are in my cabin. Second of all, do you have wet wipes? Yeah. I've got shit all over the back of my legs from my experience later on today. So the, yeah. the, so the Mapachi took advantage of yep. the fact that, so you guys were in the plunge pool and they'd like snuck in the door while we you were, were no we were at dinner oh you were at dinner yeah and they we snuck never saw in them. the back of the yeah, door we were at dinner wow. and we came back and the door was Sneaky open little bastards and the mini bar door was open and the cake was the had they had batted it off the top of the counter and made it crash and they took the cake and then no they were out of there they were like the coup de gras with the cake <laughs> that's like the little rat that's running around nico's head it's just like he would run up he would grab the banana he'd throw it on the floor and then he'd chew it while nico was right. well, don't say a word you little doggy <laughs> i'm gonna eat your banana you little shithead so now we say the spirit of the mapache the spirit of the mapache and that means don't stop just the, go in and get that yeah, cake just, <laughs> get the cake that means at all push costs. on the door yes. to see if it opens <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the spirit of the Mapache, too. Well, we had an interesting week here at the household, too, because yes. Matias, my son, broke his fucking leg. So we have our first oh, broken bone in yeah. the house, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's going to happen, I suppose. It's going to happen when you have a yeah. young men and even young ladies when they're running around at this age. Right. They are. Stuff happens. They have no fucking fear. idea. They have no fear. They yeah. have no idea about what's going to hurt or what's not going right. to hurt. Right. They, and I guess that's just like how. We as humans, any animals learn like it's like the mapache, right? They push on the door until they figure out how to open it. And then they remember, Uh you know, what they do and they don't do. Mm -hmm. So Matias has never, ever he's not a jumper. Like jumping is a is a coordinated skill that I'm I know this now because I have this son who hasn't yet to jump that some children have. But have a tough time jumping and some children do not have a tough time jumping. They jump like from, you know, whenever they can stand up, they start jumping. Right. Matias is not one of those kids. He's not a jumper. He runs, he dances, he does all this other stuff, but he doesn't jump. Mm-hmm. He's just starting to learn that particular skill in life. And so Astrid took him to this play place, indoor play place. He gets on this trampoline that is literally a foot off the ground, <laughs> two feet by two feet wide. 
and there's another kid playing in it. He gets up and then he falls almost like a pratfall. Like everybody, there were other adults watching this happen and they they laughed because they thought Matias was hamming it up. Yeah. Yeah. And he started screaming bloody murder. Uh, and so she called me and she says, what do I do? I said, I guess bring him home. Maybe he's not feeling well. You know, I can't imagine that if he just jumped once on the trampoline and fell that anything really major happened. Maybe he sprained yes. his ankle or something. Sure. And you I brought him think home. it was broken. Yeah, his knee started swelling up. And then I knew. In, so now he has this full leg cast on, thigh to toe. I saw it. Which oh the orthopedic God. told me is like a very rare thing for a child that age to have is yeah. a full leg cast. Like that's this is the cat. This is the, you know. Amongst extraordinarily serious injuries, take those out of the picture. Regular broken bone casts, we do not want to do this one. This is one we don't want to do because it really limits any kind of activity that your son's going to have. So now we have a a, a (laughs) three-nager. We have a three-nager that's got to sit still for weeks on end. And I just... I mean, we're dealing with it, but I I don't know how long. It's very tough. It is very tough. And this all started... I had a similar week to you. Yes, you did. I I also had some sun. sun I went to sunsets, the tanning bed. Yep, yes. I had some sunsets at the tanning bed. Eldie <laughs> <laughs> sent me a picture of the sunset. I sent her a picture of the tanning, tanning bed. bed. You did. I said, I'm here with you, sister. I can feel and it. I said, does Astrid know? No, she doesn't. Well, she does now, but she, she's, I, can, I can already hear when this broadcasts Astrid going, I'm mad at you. You didn't tell me you went to the tanning bed. Um, I'm telling you now, baby. I went to the tanning bed. So we all had a very nice weekend, a lovely weekend here in Atlanta. The sun was out. So we all went and we we decided we were going to go have some ice cream and then stop and have dinner at this Mexican restaurant, this little place up up here where we live. Yeah. It's like big, you know, open air market type thing. And so we went, we had Mexican food. Very lovely. The, within, <laughs> very, very lovely. lovely. <laughs> <laughs> very lovely. <laughs> we had to deal with the repercussions. Oh. The very next night, we're all laying in bed, uh, play, you know, just before bed. Everyone's yeah. playing, having fun, goofing around. Down. Yeah. And Mia is having a great time. <laughs> and then Astrid's like playing like patty cake with her or something. And I'm just kind of out of the corner of my eye. I see like just... <laughs> Just a line of what I can only describe as rotten Mexican food <laughs> moving from from Mia's mouth to at like the bottom of Astrid's chin and her hands. Like, like exorcist yeah. style. And you know, you hear that Just, splashing sound. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you hear the splashing sound. It's like your friend that's really drunk. <laughs> And you guys just got home from the bar and you hear that splashing sound and you're like, ah, oh, fucking Brian threw up again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever, you know? Yeah. I heard the splashing sound and I instant and then I smelled the smell oh. and I instantaneously recognized that for the first time ever, ever, one of my children was throwing up. Neither of my children have ever thrown up. They've spit up milk. Okay. They've never thrown up. Yeah. <laughs> and I wondered to myself as right after this occurred, why is it that children why is it that when children throw up, it's so much worse than when an adult throws up? Like, first of all, we don't usually throw up when we get sick, right? Yeah. It's not something that happens very often. You right. really have to be very to, sick yes. to throw up. I'm not talking about drunk. I'm talking about sick. Right. Uh, but children's puke just seems to have a smell <laughs> and a look to it that you just can't get out of your mind, right? We all know it. It's or that, get out of your clothes. Or get out of anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, we had to like literally delouse my mattress. Right. And we have like one of those plastic covers on it to yeah. make sure stuff like this doesn't get down to the mattress. Exactly. We still like had to cover. do it. And Mia's hair smelled like it for days, oh. even though she was like four showers in, she still <laughs> smelled like it. I recognize, I, I realize what it is. Adults know how to throw up. 
Children do not know how to throw up. They Mm -hmm. do not know what's coming. They can't tell you when it's coming. They don't know what's going on. So there's almost no control over the vomit. And, and, you know, it's, it just comes, it just (laughs) comes, but this was violent projectile vomiting and poor Mia. She's really little. She's a year and a half. And so she's trying to breathe through the whole thing. So she, you know, I don't know, three or four times just kind of like straight up just threw her her fluids from one end of the room to the other <laughs> all over the place. And Matias is like, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> boo-boo. Mia, poo-poo. <laughs> I'm like, that's right, out of her mouth. He's like, poo-poo out of her mouth? And I'm like, yes. Now he's scared that he's going to poo-poo out of his mouth. So he's like, Daddy, I don't want to poo-poo out of my mouth. And I'm like, I hear you. No one wants to poo-poo out of their mouth. But listen, sometimes you sometimes after 12 Bud Lights, a man poo-poos out of his mouth. That's what happens. Right. You're a man now get together <laughs> so she throws up Facts that goes on life. for hours and hours and hours oh geez. we make the assumption that mia got something rotten to eat and or she had a little stomach bug yeah what i didn't realize what i should have maybe thought about was that <laughs> that that bug was then gonna run ripshot over our household of course because not 12 hours <laughs> later astrid was then projectile vomiting uh. all over the place luckily she can aim it toward the toilet yes, bowl but right. still you could just see in her the look in her eye. Like one minute she's she's sitting it's there. It's awful to the, throw up. Too. The next I minute hate it. she's white as a ghost and I she's running it. to the bathroom. Yeah. Hate it. Oh yeah. And then twelve hours later, I was sitting in this studio finishing editing, and perfectly fine one minute, and the next minute I was like, I feel nauseous, like the kind of nauseous Ooh. I haven't felt since I was a child. Yeah. And I was like, ah, just breathe through it, Brian. Just breathe through it. <laughs> Remember what your mom said: in through your nose, out through your mouth. <laughs> You know, my mom always used to say that. If you feel nauseous, just in through your nose, out through your mouth. Mm-hmm. Because the only time that I would vomit as a child was when I was sick. I was also known to vomit if I was excited about a vacation that we were oh. taking. So if we were like on our way to Disney World <laughs> yeah. or taking a long car ride so that I, or going to Six Flags, yeah. I would get so excited I would vomit, right? <laughs> it's just like projectile vomit in the car. But I am telling you, Hody, I when I knew it was coming, I ran to the bathroom yeah. and it was coming. And I barely made it. And this was as if Satan himself was in my fucking throat (laughs) it was i was throwing up so violently that my nose was bleeding and i couldn't make it stop so i'm puking with blood shooting out of my nose and Mm. i just am and i am miserable a man in love and in puking who makes a lot of noise (laughs) you know i'm like Oh, that's no, also not the, again. Yeah, that's all, <laughs> oh, God, here it comes. That's also the kind of noise I make when I'm making love. Right. <laughs> so I I did the deed, and I'm like, I felt so much better right afterwards. I'm yeah. like, oh, thank God. Let me take a hot shower and wash everything off me. And right. I wash off. I go lay down in bed. I close my eyes, and 15 seconds later, it's the like it hits comes. me. Yeah, it just hits me. And mm. I, I am just begging myself not to do this, right? I'm pleading with God, please don't make me throw up again. Please don't make me throw up again. And I run to the bathroom. Yeah. I, again, take another shower, get back in bed, because the shower is the only thing that makes me feel like I'm remotely clean. Get back in bed. Now I'm sweating. I'm feverish. I have chills and aches. And now I know I'm just fucking sick. I'm miserable. And then I hear that goddamn dog (laughs) starts doing that number that she does. (laughs) Which means she's going to shit. That's what it means, right? It means she's got to shit now. And I'm like, and I'm like, babe, babe. And Astrid's feeling a little bit better. We're all in bed. Babe, Blue's going to Blue's gonna poop. Blue's going to poop. She sits up and she's like, Blue, so go to do your business on your pad, which yeah. is the little pad we have. The, do your business yeah. on your pad. And so Blue, you know, 
<laughs> and then she calms down and then she starts doing it again. I'm like, blue, babe, babe, blue's going to, blue's going to shit. And she's like, don't worry, do, honey, just like relax. You're okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. She's not going to shit. She's, she's over there. 12 seconds later, that dog shits on the carpet. Oh. And I can, the second the that I smell it, mm. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it all goes down in a handbasket. Oh, wow. It was awful. It was awful. And I never want to go through it again. No. This all led to Astrid taking the kids to the play place because daddy was so sick Meanwhile, and had so much I'm work to do. Meanwhile, I'm swimming around in a plunge yeah. pool with the margarita I watching the hope, sunset. Yes. The, the spirit of the mapache gets <laughs> yes. in your fucking gut and you, you have revenge. Actually, no, we have a lot of recording to do. So, Mapache, next next vacation, yeah. come into at press on Chrissy's belly until she throws right. up. <laughs> yes. It was it was it was just oh, immensely sorry. horrible. You made it immensely, through. we made, made it, it through. through. Yeah, but I cannot get that like the scent. Like you know when you get that a smell in your you've smelled it and now it's hard to unsmell. Yes, and like. There'll be a new smell in the air, and you'll be like, "Oh, is that puke?" You'll get a little, you, whiff. yeah, you get a little whiff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's like crack. Let me explain something about crack. crack. Uh, there's okay, a point to this. Pipes. Yeah, a crack pipe. Let me smell, let me tell you what a crack pipe smells like. It smells like burnt rubber. Oh. That's what it smells like. I had a friend. He worked at. We worked at this Italian trattoria. This is when I was very young. And, you know, I was a hard party. Did you have DD cancers there? Yeah, uh, we had DD. <laughs> that's where we made the DD cancers. <laughs> Chianti Classico. That's what we sold. It was owned by this guy named Tino. Uh-huh. He's this old Italian guy. And he had the mustache and the whole nine yards. And he come, Brian, 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 come here. He says, give them the Chianti Classico. I want only the best for my friends. Chianti Classico. He'd always say, send a bottle of Classico over to the table. Meanwhile, it was like a $6 bottle of wine. Right. And that was $6 after we charged the upcharge. It was yeah. $6, right? It was basically grapes. <laughs> With vinegar in it. I mean, it was it was not good wine. But we all thought we were so sophisticated because we were doing right. Chianti Classico. <laughs> and when Tino said, send the bottle of Chianti Classico, you know, we were young. So we all thought this was like a big deal. Yeah. Right? It was meanwhile. It was like this shitty little trattoria that happened to serve relatively good food and had an Italian man who was very affable running around making friends with everybody. Yeah, he was And so it was a very popular restaurant. Yeah. It was a trattoria, you know, uh-huh. a street cafe. But the truth was, is that he gave away shitty wine. He cut up the old bread for croutons. And, you know, <laughs> and he was late on the rent. Like, I mean, you know, this is like, right. a, now I look back on now, I'm like, it was a good experience for me. Yeah. But I realized what it was. <laughs> what It was what it was. So anyway, so, you know, Chianti Classico. Anyway, we had these kind of this ragtag group of servers and, <laughs> and bartenders that would run. That, I mean, ragtag. it was an interesting time, right? Yeah. Ragtag. And there was one guy, his name was Eric. And Eric and I had both had shaved heads. Uh-huh. which was not a popular style for men at the time. When we were younger, it was not a popular hairstyle. Right. So if yeah. you had a shaved head, you you kind of stood out. Mm-hmm. And that was part of, I think, the reason why I liked to have a shaved head. And the other reason was maintenance. I didn't want to deal with any kind of hair, hair products. So Eric ran around this restaurant. He had this girlfriend who also worked there, right? And they would literally run around this restaurant. I mean, this guy was a guy on fire. He was known as the best waiter because he can handle 13 tables right. at the same time. <laughs> because who's little next? did he know he who's was smoking crack. <laughs> what do you have? Got the classical over the bottle 12. <laughs> and I was behind the bar and I just watched Eric just like do circles around. He's always sweating and, you know, this like cloth. He's, got, ah, <laughs> he's a little bit older than me. He was probably in his late 20s and I was in my early 20s. <clears throat> 
And, you know, there was hard charging, hard partying times. Right, right? of we did course. A, a of, Restaurant. A lot of booze and a lot of, yeah. Yeah, a lot of blow, a lot of whatever. Was, Everything. Yeah, we got we were in charge of closing the restaurant. And God knows what we did. The poor man. <laughs> the reason why Catino probably failed is because we were drinking all his profits. <laughs> We'd make like flaming Zambuca. All right. Send for Zambuca over to my friends with a bottle of Classico. <laughs> okay, we got it. Right. So uh, one night we were all partying and at one of the bars. And Eric and his wife are like, oh, you got to come back to the house. Come back to the house. We're going to we're going to do it. We're going to bada, 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 bada. Yeah. OK, keep, we're going to keep the party going. Keep the party going. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like four in the fucking morning. And we end up going back to Eric and whatever her name's house is. And I just was fucking fucked beyond my recognition. <laughs> I mean, I was all fucked up on it's seven, several different concoctions. Right. And all of a sudden. I started smelling this smell like burnt fucking rubber. Oh. It was not a pleasant smell, but it wasn't an unpleasant smell. Yeah. It was just as if someone had burned rubber. That had like a little lure to it. Yeah. <laughs> it had a, like a little, it was a little come hither. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I don't smell that good, but, but you're but interested. Yeah, yeah, right. Come right. here. <laughs> it's not burnt rubber. It's crack cocaine. <laughs> Scourge of the 80s. <laughs> Oh my There's God. a reason why people like me. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't smell good and I don't taste all that fantastic, but you're going to love me. Uh-huh. I was with a couple. There were a couple people in the apartment at the time, and I don't remember extraordinarily clearly, but what I do know is that there, there was like this small apartment. We we're uh-huh. sitting in the living room, and then there was this wall that with a little, you know, like a little bar area that separated the, the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, like yeah. A, like a pass through mm-hmm, bar. Mm-hmm. And I remember that Eric was in the kitchen, and when I smelled this smell, I looked over and he was like doing some number over on the stove. And I was like, oh, he must be cooking, cooking. something. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting time to eat something. Yeah, he but was okay. Cooking. He was yeah. cooking something. He was cooking cocaine, oh, is what he was cooking. Oh my God. He was cooking fucking cocaine. Are you kind of like, that's my cue? That's my cue. Well, I gotta go. Well, no. I mean, I don't, I don't have a car. So I don't, first of all, I don't know what's going on, right? Yeah. And so I realized that the guy. He's, I, after I get up and I stand up, took a different I'll never turn. forget it. It went, yeah, it's like that time that I was at the crystal meth uh, swingers yes. party with the chiropractor. Right. I was like, holy shit. Someone is literally cooking cocaine. This is how you make crack. That's and he's he was doing, doing it. it. Yeah. And then he's smoking it. And that's what I'm smelling is the smell of this smoke. Not for me, but I was like, this is very interesting. And that smell, that one smell, I now know that smell uh-huh. from other parties Ah. From other people's houses, from situations I've been in, from times I've been down walking down the wrong street on the on on the right night, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that smell, every once in a blue moon, I'll smell the smell of burning rubber oh, or something, hello. and I'll be like, "Oh, hello, crack cocaine, <laughs> hello. you nasty mistress." <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's like puke. Yeah, when you smell child's throw up, you, it's universal. Everybody knows it. You can't mm-hmm. get it out of your nose. No. And one scent, one whiff of something will <laughs> smell like this thing, even though it's not this thing. I know that burning rubber is not crack cocaine, mm-hmm. but I can smell it as crack cocaine. Yes. I know that certain types of cheese are not children throw up, but there is certain types of cheese <laughs> in children's throw up. Yes. And this... Uh, bothers me. Yeah. I can't get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. I can't get that smell out of my head. Ah, sorry about that. I know. Sorry about your sad time. I was, well, I'm I was still sp- living on a high history. <laughs> I'm trying to bring you down. I want to wash my kids with Comet, but Astrid will not no. let me scrub them with yeah, Comet. You can't do, or you bleach. Can't do that. <laughs> Speaking of things coming out of things, 
I wanted to tell you about an interesting story that I read. I thought this was a good segue into this story. You ready? Okay, I'm, I'm not going to give you the title of the article. I'm just going to read it to you. I'm ready. Hey, everybody. It's that time inside the commercial break when we take a commercial break. And I have some exciting news for you. Chrissy and I are going to be starting a series where we play a number of games here on the podcast. And we want you involved. If you're interested... Leave us a message at one of two places. Go to tcbpodcast.com, click on the Contact Us form, and drop us an email. Or you can leave a text message or a voicemail on 661-BEST-TO-YO. That's 661-237-8296. I'm not going to get into what games we're playing, but we're going to be playing a lot of them, so there's plenty of room for everybody. Also, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break for content you cannot get anywhere else. We put out clips on both Instagram and YouTube every single day. And on YouTube, we have a series called In the Studio. It's filmed exclusively for YouTube, so you can only get it there. Subscribe if you like the channel. We certainly would appreciate it. People are texting us and leaving us messages asking us how they can best support the show. One of two or both ways. Number one, you can leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. We certainly would appreciate it, and it helps us grow the audience of the show, which then in turn makes our sponsors happy. If you're ever in the market for any of our sponsors, products, or services, if you could use the specialized URLs or discount codes that we give away on air, it gives you free shit, and it tells our sponsors we're doing a good job. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is now the new schedule. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns about that, go ahead and hit us up on that 661-237-8296 number and I'll let you know how I feel about you letting us know how you feel. And now, a word from said sponsors. A man spent two years nutting out of his butthole before seeking help in a case that has perplexed (laughs) and impressed researchers. The study, A Curious Case of Rectal Ejaculation, Published last month in the Census Journal of Medical Science, a team from the University of Texas Medical Branch at Galveston describes a patient who sought out medical treatment after five days of pain in his balls and after two years of a substantial amount of semen shooting out of his rectum. Wow, he was rewired. He was wired differently. (laughs) I'm going to tell you why I think this guy had it made. When the 33-year-old man went to for a CT scan of his pelvis, doctors saw that he had a rectal prostate fistula, a rare condition where the body develops a hole that connects the rectum with the lower urinary in- tract and creates all kinds of problems. In this case, shitting, uh, uh, <laughs> shit in one's piss and vice versa. In this man's case, the hole created a new passageway for his cum to travel. Instead of flowing out of his dick as he might expect, it took a hard left and went out of his oh, anus. Oh, wow. This is the pro- this is the solution to all of our problems. <laughs> Teen mom no more. Right. I'm telling you what. We can get we can get all religions can be on board with this. If you could just nut out your butt. <laughs> if you could just come out of your butthole. Yeah. Then you would eliminate mm. the possibility Unwanted of pregnancy. Pregnancies, yeah. but what about wanted ones? <laughs> Well, How does that work? then you have to come up with a new type of sex yeah. where the girl literally humps you from behind. Right. <laughs> she gives you a reach around. 
<laughs> there you go. She opens wide, and now you you can make babies. Yeah, right? sure. It's it's a little yeah. It's I little agree. Conventional. It's a little extra to get pregnant, <laughs> but let's be honest. They're for you know, it's World War Three out there. We really yeah. want more kids. I mean, you know, you got to think long and hard about having children True. these days, right? Mm-hmm. And if you could just nut out your butt, <laughs> I want to start a campaign. Nut out your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag nut on your That's right. And like, you know, if you're just about to come, you just run to the toilet, you take a seat, you finish yourself off. It's a job well done. Wow. (laughs) I can only imagine what this poor bastard was going through. I know. Yeah. But, you know, it solves some problems. It probably creates more. Is there a fix to this? Or this is just the way he is? Well, I mean, there's a little bit. You want to read the rest of it? Fistulas like these are usually caused by trauma, chronic, chronic. Chronic urinary tract infection, surgery, oh. or cancer. This patient had an extended hospital stay two years ago, just before his problems began, where he was placed in a medically induced coma to recover from a cocaine and PCP overdose. <laughs> oh my God. The research in this study hypothesized that someone improperly inserted a catheter during the hospitalization mm. that could have caused the trauma, the trauma to his urinary tract and created the fistula. His doctors were able to patch the hole with surgery and made a full recovery. Although okay. it's super rare that complications happen with catheters, researchers wrote, not, uh, not only highlights a rare complication with a catheter, but also emphasizes the importance of the provider's mindfulness when utilizing seemingly benign therapies. I would think so. Right. When you're yeah, shoving you a be, catheter so hard yeah. that it causes you to come out your butt. Dang. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to come. I'm going to come. I'm going to come. Oh, <laughs> this oh is a done deal. I want this. I want to nut out your butt. <laughs> yeah. Start the campaign. I, Maybe you can go visit these this hospital. See if they can rewire you. Yeah, I'm going to go see if, that, if I find that nurse. They're going to just shove a catheter yeah. in my penis I specifically so hard. request Dolores. Yes. <laughs> Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name Dolores. I give you a catheter. <laughs> now shut up. <laughs> like a, still. I know. She takes like the end of a fork oh, instead God. of a catheter and just oh. like, ah, ah, ah. That is to me the worst nightmare. Oh. Is getting something stuck in up my pee hole. Well, yeah. And but there are guys that are into this. This is a thing. There's a, a thing? whole thing. There's a whole thing, Holy. Really? It's a thing. It's a thing to have guys to have their penises stepped on. Kicked in the balls, things shoved up their yin yang. I mean, and we're not talking about small things. We're talking about they work their way up into big things. Mm. And this to me seems so incredibly unintelligent and painful that I don't know why you would do it. I mean, I, I understand you're into what you're in. Yeah, you know, sure. You're in into what you're into. Right. But this seems so counterintuitive to me that I don't understand why you would want to shove something up your penis. No, I, yeah, that's uh, unless it's you know Chianti Classico, flaming zambucas, for flaming zambucas, four flaming zambucas and a bottle of Canto, table number twelve. These are my, my these are my friends. Everybody's your friend, you know. <laughs> Give it a win. <laughs> Chianti Classicos, bringing oh, you under, the dude. best. <laughs> uh, which then led me to this story sent to us by our good friend Tina. Clifford Ray Jones dies from complications after crashing his car while masturbating to porn. Oh. <laughs> Detroit man was killed when he was ejected through the sunroof of his car while driving along the highway with his pants down and masturbating to porn shown on his cell phone. Clifford Ray Jones, 58, was... Like, you inst- can't wait. <laughs> 
got to just, I need it now. I've got to watch porn now while I'm driving and also masturbate. I have actually. He obviously wasn't wearing a seatbelt either. I got to be honest. Oh, that's true. He was not. If he flew through the, well, I mean, it's hard to wear a seatbelt while you're whacking off. I have, I have felt the compulsion to get off while I was driving. Sure. Luckily there was someone else in the car with me. To hold my penis, <laughs> oh, I drove. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. I get that. There, you know, sometimes you can't help when you feel, you know, amorous. Maybe you're listening to something or seeing something, remembering something, or right. you smelling, know, smelling burnt rubber. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, you never know what's up, but you got to be careful. Yeah, you're gonna think, whack think off. You got yeah, pull over. <laughs> but at least pull. Over. Go to the truck stop. That's what they're there for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to nut out your butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Walmart parking lot. Yeah, the Walmart parking lot. Something. Yeah, near, near the toy aisle. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Jones, dude. Get yourself together. Uh, as well as condolences not wear- to his family. Yeah, seriously. This is. I mean, you never want to see someone die, especially not, not that like way. This. Yeah. yeah, dude, you can just nut out your butt, man. <laughs> if you could just nut out your butt, Lonely. everything would be fine. Go straight into your. Not only was the man wear- not wearing any trousers, Jones is believed not to have been wearing his seatbelt, well, which might, may have contributed to the ejection, ejection. from the car. Yeah. Uh, the accident <laughs> happened around 3.30 a.m. on Sunday. Ooh. Wow. Jones was traveling south on Interstate 75. It's believed that Jones lost control of the car because he was distracted and unable to prevent his 1996 <laughs> Toyota from spinning. He did not have both hands firmly on the oh, wheel. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> he at least had one hand firmly on That's something when else. That's you need the autopilot. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. We see people put... Uh, Sergeant Mike Shaw said, we see people putting on makeup and doing all kinds of different things as far as hygiene is concerned. Reading books, it's almost there's a fact. So much technology out there. A lot of people are paying more attention <laughs> to that to that than what you... Shockingly, uh, being distracted and driving is not a good thing. I would say not. I no. would say that if you're going to whack off, you got to have a better plan in place. Than driving three thirty a.m. on a Saturday night, basically. I mean, yeah. that's Sunday morning, but, but I, yeah, he'd come in from a night out, and he felt the urge. <laughs> Somebody sent him a link. <laughs> I, I just wonder, like, what was going through this guy's head? I mean, listen, there are plenty of people who are addicted to porn. Yes, right. And if you're addicted to porn, you, I guess you get feel help. that need <laughs> yeah, get help. <laughs> Go, go get go get the go get the nut out your butt surgery. That's yes. what you need. Uh, have you ever felt the, the urge to masturbate in strange places? Uh, no, no, never. Uh-uh. Maybe that's not a thing for women. Yeah. I don't know. You have to kind of get in the mood, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like driving down the road or taking a walk in the public park or park or shopping at Kmart. No, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I certainly. I can't say that I haven't felt the the urge to. I just have you enough common sense. Of course not. Of course not. That's good. And you know, best I, to you. On that. I know. I wonder. I wonder how many people whack off at work. I wonder how many people do that. Mm, like, if you have to go I to an office building, I would say. Let's say that's yeah. pretty fairly common, right? I could have sworn when we worked at Clear Channel. <laughs> I could have sworn that I think I walked in on someone whacking mm. off. Mm-hmm. Well. We had two stalls in the men's bathroom, two <laughs> stalls, two urinals, rather, relatively small, uh, you know, regular office building type bathroom yes. situation. Yeah. And so when you went into one of the poop and shootings, 
you know, you were right next to someone else who was pooping, shooting, and there were busy <laughs> times of the day. There was the morning coffee break, right? right? There was right. the after lunch rush, <laughs> and then there was I'm killing time before I go home <laughs> area. So, you know, right. you, there's like an ebb and flow to the to the work day, no, to the work day. You, uh-huh. had to, you had to know when to go and when not to go. Do you, you know, think it if, was somebody from another floor? No, I think I know who it was. <laughs> I mean, I know who it was, and I and I'm almost ninety nine percent sure. <laughs> That I that I know that they were whacking off. Okay, well, how? I don't want to be too. I don't want to give away too many details. Mm-hmm. I don't know who gives a shit. When I walked in the bathroom, right, I didn't hear anything going on. Then you heard a when vigorous. I sat down on the toilet. <laughs> when I sat down on the toilet, I noticed that the person's feet were oh, pointing toward the toilet, not okay. away from them. Yep. So I knew he was doing number one. That's what I thought in my head, uh-huh. right? I was like, oh, you know, he's one of those, like the closed door pistol. Right. right, doesn't want to show happens, off. Happens, yeah. sometimes you want to go, sometimes mm-hmm. you want to show, right? That yeah. just, just depends on where you're at. <laughs> in life, and depends on where you're at, happened that day. Yes. Yeah, and so I, I get it. Sometimes I just want to go in the stall so I can, you know, puff on my e-cigarette or read my phone and not be bothered. Because I don't want to break up my phone into like the actual urinal. Because I always feel like someone else feels like I'm either taking a picture of my penis or going to take a picture of their penis. Right. So I want to be really careful. But I heard some noises that I think could only be described as whacking off, right? I mean, it was definitely a push-pull situation going on Mm -hmm. with kind of rapidity. Like, it was, like, going on. I wouldn't say, like, super quick. It wasn't like... (laughs) It was more like... (laughs) And then then there was a little bit of a ramp up... <laughs> and then there was a splashed out. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Then there was like blink, blink, but it wasn't like a pee. It was like a blink, blink, blink. <laughs> and I realized, oh, oh, I wonder if he had forgotten that I was there, right? right? And I actually found myself <laughs> wanting to laugh, like yes. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to say, "Hey, you know, what's your name? You know, you should." <laughs> That's somewhere else. You might just want to go to your car. Yeah, you might want to go. Yeah, close your office door. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got an office. There's a reason why you got an office. And this guy was like the most timid guy in the entire office. Like you would have never expected this guy. But I knew his shoes because I knew his shoes. I knew which shoes because he wore the same shoes every day. You know, like some guys do. Yeah. And uh, I was just yeah. shocked and awed. Okay. At the, but laughing. I wanted to laugh at the same time. I guess you got to do what you got to do. But he, got, he wasn't driving. That's the good news. No, he, he wasn't, wasn't put anybody in danger. No, he wasn't. Why? Well, yeah. Or it, himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the person who has to clean the toilet. You know, might be putting them right. in danger, depending on what kind of, you know, uh, sex <laughs> life he had. But it, that got me thinking. And then this got me thinking, you know, what are the, there are probably lots of people that are whacking off all over the place and we just don't yeah. know it. Right. Right. I know a couple of women who have seen uh, guys whacking off in their cars while they've been driving down the highway. I know a, a girl who got, sh- you know, some guy was whacking off and made it a point to call attention to himself oh, right. while they were in traffic yeah. one time. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, she was like, oh, my God. I you can know. imagine movie theaters. Movie theaters, definitely. Mm-hmm. I've never whacked myself off, but, you know, yeah. you know how that goes. But then I think that the office is probably a pretty common place. To, you know, in my in my in one of my jobs. Old tubes. 
<laughs> What's that? Jeffrey Tubin or Jeffrey? Oh, Wood. yeah, Tubes. Good old Tubes. He was at work. He was on a fucking Zoom call. He was. He was on a fucking Zoom <laughs> yes, call. He was. He was. And he's back working for them, by the way. <laughs> he was on a Zoom call and he was whacking off and he, he didn't like turn his camera off. I know. It was <laughs> a like, major case. Oh. <laughs> so there you go. I think in one of my jobs, my one of my jobs was to manage, oversee a web page that was filled with nothing but naked girls. Yeah. That was it. Half mm-hmm. naked, mostly naked, naked women. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I had a <laughs> really aroused. creepy experience one time with our tech guy. Oh, right. The tech guy. Uh, oh, I remember him. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, because he can see everything you're doing. Yeah. And he <laughs> makes it a point of letting you know that he can see everything you're doing. Uh-huh. Right. Because like one time he made a comment to me, like as if he was threatening me, like, you know. <laughs> Don't tell the management I'm doing this because I know that you're and I'm like, it's my yeah, well, fucking was, job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was the one that went to the strip club every day for lunch. <laughs> he was an interesting character. He was. Yeah. And they literally Tech put guys him can be. Yeah. They literally put him back with the servers. <laughs> like did. it was hot. <laughs> they did. Yeah. It was like there was no windows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember going up there one time and I was like, oh, this is where you live. <laughs> It was hot. There were no windows. He had. It was like a large storage closet. Yeah, it was a huge storage closet with servers in the middle of it. And they were like exactly what you would picture. It was like dark. And he had like 16 screens and he was watching everybody and checking your email and, you know, (laughs) looking at your mom through your cameras. And, you know, I mean, he's doing all kind of weird shit. I almost don't want to talk shit about the guy because I'm almost worried that he's still following my email around. Right. He knows my personal email address. He's like, let me see what Green's up to. Maybe I can get a couple bucks out of him. <laughs> like, I mean, he was just a strange guy. Mm-hmm. He could be nice. Yeah. But you know that when he came around, everyone was kind of like, oh, uh. I shouldn't have written that email. <laughs> I should take that email out of my drafts. <laughs> he was always spying on everybody. And he made it a point to let you yeah. know that that was his job was to spy on there you. There was a reason he had been there for so long. Yeah, because he had seen <laughs> so many everybody. of the manager's shit that they were like, I'm not firing that guy. Nope. nope. You're doing yeah. a great yeah, job, doing buddy. doing a great job. Keep it up. How about a raise? You're due for a raise. How about a raise? <laughs> nope. Uh, why wait until review time? Let's just give you that raise now. How about a sweet to the Braves right. game? No, you don't like the Braves game? How about some pink pony bucks? You like that? You want to go to the pink pony for lunch? Let's go to the pink pony for lunch. Here, take my company yeah. credit card. I don't care. Take my car. Right. Take my new BMW. Don't worry about crashing it. I don't care. Don't tell my wife right. I'm sleeping with the secretary. It's like yes. he knew everybody's oh, secrets. He knew the the, bear, the bodies yeah, were Yeah, that's, that's that in in. I bet that he knew when everybody in the office was whacking themselves off. I bet he did. Yeah, for sure, without he a doubt. He probably had little cameras and stuff installed in different areas that we didn't even know about. Oh, I know I know it. Yeah. Oh, I know it. I know it for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always was checking those tiles. Mm-hmm. You know those tiles? You know right. the drop tiles, yes. the drop ceiling tiles? <laughs> the fluorescent I was always, yeah, lights. I was always looking for it. <laughs> yeah, the fluorescent <laughs> lights. <laughs> he was such yeah. a kook. And, and, they, and they were so at that place. Everyone was so paranoid that you knew that not only did he know your secrets, but he was transacting them with other people (laughs) to get leverage on you because everyone else, because that's just how everyone else played the game there. They were all so dirty. They were like, give me Green's emails. I'll take you to the pony. (laughs) I'll take you to the pony if you give me Green's emails. I want to find out what he's up to. He was such a fucking creepball. Man, now that I think about it. Yeah, he really was. Now, I'm not saying all IT guys are like this. Yeah. But I, but. 
IT guys. No, I've had some very nice IT they guys. They have the keys to the kingdom. They do. When, they can see all. Yeah. It's like when you build a security system and the only guy who knows your security system is the guy who built a security system. <laughs> right. It's like he has everything yeah, on yeah. you. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. that's why I think there's certain politicians, right, without getting into politics. There's certain politicians that it seems so incredibly crazy that some people go along with their bullshit. It's mm-hmm. like Putin and some of those oligarchs. So it seems so crazy that some of these people go along with all his bullshit, but it's because he knows. Putin knows, knows all their fucking secrets. Yeah, he yeah. hands it on. That's why mm-hmm. when you go to the FBI, you know, they're going to talk to all your IT guys. That's probably the first people they talk to is all your... That, if I was going to go into the Start FBI... First. Yeah, Start probably, there first. They probably talk to our <laughs> IT guy from that company. Yeah. <laughs> probably be like... <laughs> Give me all Green's emails. <laughs> They're like the ultimate IT guy. They, uh, yeah, the CIA. The, yeah. the CIA. Those guys scare me. Like yeah. the CIA, that scares me because, you know, they know everything about you. That's right. Everything. Dun, Woo! Dun, 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 dun. All right. All right. Crack Back in pipes, the swing of things. Crack right. pipes. Crack pipes. Pooping, peeing, strip clubs. Whack Nut it out off. your butt. We Nut care. out your we, butt. We, we, we covered it all. <laughs> we covered it all. Nut out your butt. <laughs> here at the commercial Hashtag. break. Hashtag nut out your butt. Okay, well, listen, that's all we're going to do for right now, but we'll be back. We're here three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you would, if you could, if you can, please do us a favor and leave us a comment and a review on your favorite podcast provider. It truly does help the show. And uh, so many of you have been doing that. We really appreciate it. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I- I'll say it. We made it onto Apple's podcast yes, I was app say, as one yes. of the top 200 in the comedy category, yes. which is really quite an incredible feat, actually. For a show like ours, it's I know, an incredible feat. It really is. Yeah, if you're Conan O'Brien or Bill Burr, then it's not a big deal because yeah. you have a built-in audience. But for two unknown human beings in little less than two years to do this, it's just kudos to you. Kudos best to you. Best to you, And Brian. best to you out there in the podcast universe for helping us. Yes. Uh, achieve this we can do it without goal. you yeah this is not like this is not our goal in life as a podcasters but it sure is a nice it's a nice it's a nice consolation yes. prize if, you, if we're not going to get paid a lot of money it's a nice consolation <laughs> well, prize give, give, them, give an award yeah. and I yeah. <laughs> I don't think iHeartMedia is going to be <laughs> coming knock on the door anytime no, soon no that IT guy yeah that IT he, guy he's still working he's, there he's still working, he's still working there. there he's the president of the company right. now <laughs> Uh, okay, so Chrissy and I are going to be doing a series of games right here on the podcast, and we want you involved. So what you do is you go to tcbpodcast.com, click on the Contact Us button, and drop us an email. Tell us you're interested in playing the games. I'm not going to tell you which games, because I'll leave that for a surprise. Or you can uh, dial us up, 661-BEST-2-YO, 661-237-8296. Send us a text message. Tell us you're interested in playing a game, and we'll get to you about dates, times, all that good stuff. Uh, but it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, yeah, use I'm our, excited. Use our sponsors' URLs and specialized codes whenever you get a chance. It tells them we're doing our job for them so we can do our job for you, which is to give you free and frequent content, whether you want it or you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we can do for today. That's it. Okay. Until next time, we always say, we do say, and we must say, I love you. I love you too, Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until the next episode of The Commercial Break. Bye. Bye.